This is the intro jingle. This is the K-pop Devok Show with Eric Nam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the K-pop Devok Show. This is your host, your best friend, the man of the next 30 minutes or so, Eric Nam. Nice to meet you. How you doing? Y'all doing well? Welcome back to the show, guys. Um, it's been a while since I actually did an episode. Um, it's because I am on the road. Actually, you guys probably have heard the episodes, but um, it's been a while since I personally recorded one, or it feels like it, because I'm on tour. So I'm currently in Raleigh, North Carolina, um, coming just off the heels of a hometown show in Atlanta. And I'm in my hotel room, and it's a little reverberation-y in here. So if it sounds a little different, uh, please bear with us. We're trying our best to to keep this show going while we're on the road. But um, it's not the easiest thing to do. You can also get early access to this podcast and all the shows on the Dive Network, uh, including Jamie's and Jay's and I Think You're Dope. Um, if you go to patreon.com slash dive studios and please connect with us. Um, we are on Instagram, Twitter and everything at Taebok Show. And um, we also have the Dive Studio pages. So please check them all out. And as always, please, I beg of you, I plead with you, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast from, be that Spotify, Google, or Apple, or wherever, please. Okay? Thank you. Love you. Anyways, let's get on with the show. So what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about a lot of different things because we have so much catching up to do. I am currently on tour. If you are not aware and you are sleeping under a rock that is buried inside of a cave that is under a waterfall that is inside of a crater. Yes, I'm on tour. It's the Before We Begin World Tour. We are uh, in Raleigh. We are… How many shows are we, are we in? We have 36 total on this entire tour. We're probably on the US leg. I think… Is today's show… Nine, eight, something like that. Eight, show eight of 30 today is in Raleigh. Raleigh sold out. Um, it's been an awesome, awesome, awesome tour. Uh, we started in San Diego. Uh, we had a great crowd there. We had Phoenix. We sold it out. We had like 1,600, 1,700 people there. I think um, crazy. Then we did uh, Dallas. Sold out Austin. We did Houston. We did uh, Atlanta, Orlando, and Raleigh. And it's been incredible because we've had literally thousands of people coming to see me. Which is amazing. Like thank you so much. It is so incredible. Um, And I hope you guys are walking away having had a great time at the shows. So thank you so much for coming. It's been a blast. If you have not been to a show yet… I still have a lot of cities to go to. So please check out ericnam.com and hopefully get your tickets. Um, we do Raleigh tonight, DC tomorrow. And then we have two nights in New York, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. So if you're in New York listening to this, uh, yeah, you can get tickets. And then we're sold out in Boston. Then we do Philly. That's going to sell out. Um, I think it's really close. Uh, Chicago, Detroit, Indianapolis, Toronto. Uh, you guys can check the website. But anyways, all to say it's been great. Um, you know, oftentimes on tour people ask me like, what is like the coolest place you've played? Honestly, like mo- like all the venues that we've played are so cool. Like Austin was an outdoor venue. Um, Houston, we did House of Blues again, which is huge. And then, uh, but you know, I have to, and Phoenix was huge. And 
all the cities have been incredibly, incredibly awesome. Orlando was so loud. My ears were hurting so bad that night. But the craziest show for me personally right now has been Atlanta because um, I played at the Tabernacle. And the Tabernacle is the venue that I grew up loving um, because it was the first place I'd seen a concert with a ticket that I paid for with my own money. So it was, uh, I looked it up. It was November like 30th or something. I forgot 29th or 20. Yeah, 29th or 30th, 2006. So that means I was a junior or senior in high school. I think senior in high school. And it was me and three friends. We drove to downtown Atlanta, which at the time, if you're living in the suburbs, it's a big deal. We drove down there, parked, and we watched John Legend and Robin Thicke. And John Legend had been such a formative singer, songwriter, Grammy award-winning person in my early years that it was such a good show. But I was like blown away at that show. And it's a huge venue. That place is like 2,400 or 2,600 or something like that. I don't know exactly. But to be able to play that venue and have it packed out in front of friends and family and old classmates and fans and nomination was incredible. So like that was like an emotional day. Um, I think I was kind of weirded out because I was there like getting ready to play this huge venue. And the venue itself, if you guys go on my Instagram and check it out, you'll get a sense for it. But it's three or four levels of like tiers of people sitting and like looking down. And it is such an iconic place for me and for Atlanta music um, to be able to do that as a solo artist was incredible. So thank you so much to everybody who's come on tour. But if you were at that at that show, for me, it was such a personally meaningful show. Um, so thank you so much for being there too. Um, it was also funny because as you guys know, if you've been at the shows, there's a lot of body rolling. There's a lot of moving going on. A lot of flashing lights, a lot of red lights. And um, my parents had invited a lot of people from church. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know how they took it. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> but it was a, a lot of fun. Incredibly fun show. And um, the cool, the fun part was obviously, you know, a lot of friends and family um, come to the shows. And, you know, I got to see a lot of them before and after the show. Uh, but I did not know that two of the three friends that I had gone to see John Legend at, uh, John Legend with came to the show and I had no idea they were coming. So when I saw them, it was like a complete full circle moment of like, do you remember when we were here and we saw that? And they're like, yeah, that's why we had to come. Like we absolutely needed to come and be a part of it. And so um, it was really cool to to see them there as well. The The night ended with me having like a few drinks. And, uh, you know, if you know me, you know that I love Waffle House because it is a fine dining destination that is open 24 hours to 365 or this year, 366. And um, just the classiest of classiest places. So I think at 3 a.m. I went to Waffle House with um, my with my sound engineer. Um, nobody else wanted to go. So I was like, you know what? I've committed to having the all-star breakfast at Waffle House at 3 a.m. So I'm going to do it. So we went. I had all-star breakfast with a side of hash browns. It was absolutely delicious. I have no regrets it's fine. Don't judge me. 
every once in a while you need a cheat day. It just so happens that every day is a cheat day for me. It's okay. It's fine. Um, if you guys have been watching the Instagram or the vlogs, you guys probably know I've been eating a ton. So what? Every day can be a cheat day. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, tour's been great. Raleigh, DC, New York are up next. Um, Boston. And it's going to be a good time. New York, I know we have a ton of press. We have a lot of cool shoots and interviews going on. So look out for those coming up in the near future. Um, and yeah, we're feeling good, feeling strong. Thank you so much to everybody, to my team. We have a great team as always. And um, it's been a great time. As I've been on tour, we have to talk about this new show that just premiered. It's called Whiting. And it, it features me. Uh, I'm hosting it. And it has J of Day 6, BM of Card, uh, Ashley Ladies Code, a- Ashley's a Lady Code, blah, blah, blah. Ashley of Ladies Code, Amber of FX, Jamie Park, and um, who am I missing? <laughs> Peniel of B2P. <laughs> um, sorry, Peniel. Um, so, pretty much, we did this show where we have these people, how do you say, playing games and competing for prizes. And we shot this early January and it was intense, incredibly intense. You guys can watch it on Facebook. Uh, go to Facebook Watch or go to Dive Studios Facebook page. Um, or even my Facebook page should have it on there. But the Dive Studios page has it. And it is really, it's funny. Um, we did some crazy stuff. We actually, like, I think they took a lot of stuff out because like, just for time's sake. But it was hilarious the entire day. And you'll probably find as the show progresses, the games get weirder and weirder. And everybody gets a little bit crazier because we were so tired. Um, I've spoken about this before, but I have a busted lip. And you'll see my lip get darker and redder and redder as the day goes on. (laughs) Because it was a really hard day. (laughs) But the things we do for you guys and for your entertainment and enjoyment is things like whiting. So check it out. It's hilarious. Please leave a comment, leave us a message, like it and share it on your Facebook. I, you know, I think we're really hoping that we can do another episode, not another episode, another season of it with more people. But in order for that to happen, we need people to really enjoy it and like, like it and give us feedback and uh, really engage with it very well. So please check it out. Um, again, you can go to the Dive Studios pa- Facebook page um, for all of that information. Um, I wish I could tell you stuff more about it. I can't because the episodes aren't all out yet. But the episodes air every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And that is 10, no, noon. Is that noon? 10, no, 10. Yeah, 10 a.m. KST. So, Definitely check it out. It's a, it's a blast and um, look out for some surprises in there. All right. So I know I rambled a lot, but I needed to get all that stuff and catch up with you guys. So let's get into it. We have some songs for this week. This week, I just wanted to talk about some friends. Um, really, the theme, I don't really have one. It's kind of just me wanting to share music that some of my friends put out recently because I think they're great and I think they need some recognition. And in this day and age of you know, I honestly, I kind of feel like the biggest brand name and the biggest company and whoever just throws money everywhere gets like the most recognition. Um, just purely because of marketing dollars. But um, 
you know, there are so many talented people out there who deserve recognition, who, you know, they just don't have that massive brand name of a big label behind them or whatever. Um, Or, you know, I just really like them and I want to share their music. Yeah. So I know you didn't ask, but here they are. First up, they're finally back, guys. Card is back with Red Moon. Everybody knows Card, right? Everybody knows Card. Everybody knows who they are. Everybody knows BM. Um, but they are back. They are back with a new song. It's called Red Moon. Yeah, Red Moon. And um, it is, I feel like, very much in the lane of Card music, which is big mumbaton, reggaeton beats with an EDM vibe and some choreography, very moody eyes and uh, sexy eye glares into the camera with flashiness and choreography and yeah they're back so red moon i was listening to it i was uh trying to figure out you know the lyrics and the meaning it's pretty much just really wanting somebody and being attracted to them and it's a very sensual um i don't want to say sexual it's not it's a very sensual song um but it's i feel like every time car does a comeback it's you know what you're gonna get and it's gonna be typically a great dance beat and they're going to flip it on its head at some point and they go into a dance break um, or a drop. And I think like literally in the song, they said at some point, like, what did they say? Like, let's flip it or something or let's hold on. I'm going to find it. They say something like that. And I was like, yes. And I think, hold on, let's find it. I got to find it. Now it's going to bother me if I don't find it. In the song, they go switch it up. And that's when it kind of flips to a different vibe. I love when songs do that. Call me old-fashioned, but I love a good switch up. I love it when they just flip it on its head and they go into a different direction. And um, I I just feel like whenever I listen to their songs, like it makes me want to lightly gyrate my hips and uh, <laughs> do body rolls. Is that weird? Is that just me? It can't be just me. I'm sure many of you feel the same way. Don't feel embarrassed by it. It's natural. They made the song to make you feel that way. And just follow your instincts. You know? Just express yourself, everybody. Express it. Um, So, yeah. Congratulations, Card, on the comeback. Um, I was talking to BM and they said they are so busy and they're booked out doing tons of stuff. Um, So… Look out for them. I think, uh, though, I'm sure they'll be promoting for a while. And um, yeah, look out for it. If you guys, I'm sure you guys know that BM is the president of the Big Titty Committee. And if you don't know what that is, it is a committee that he started unofficial or maybe, is it official? I don't know. Do you guys have merch or anything? Um, but it's just of dudes who have ripped pecs. And they chose to call it the Big Titty Committee. And people were like, why do you feel uncomfortable saying Big Titty? And I was like, well, because I haven't lived in the States for a long time. And I don't know if saying that is an acceptable term in today's time and age. There are things, <laughs> there's there's a certain thing of like, you know, my parents said this the other day. Uh, they were talking to some some of my friends and they're like, hey, when we immigrated to the States, right? 
And when a lot of these people, they immigrate to the States from wherever they're living, their perception of their home country and town is remains frozen to when they left, right? So if my parents left 30 years ago, if there had not been internet and if they had not visited in their head and in their mind, all they know of Korea and Seoul is what they saw 30 years ago. And I was like, oh yeah, that completely makes sense. Like, yes, there's internet, but it's completely different like living in the States or living back in Korea. And like, cause like, even if my parents, they watch all the TV shows, they watch all the YouTube videos, but they still don't know all of like the slang or shortened words or the new vocabulary that people use on a daily basis because they're not there. Same thing for culture and the way people think. So um, I was realizing that's, that's the same thing for me. It's like, I moved to Korea about nine, 10 years ago and there is a gap in terms of like, is this acceptable? Is this not acceptable? Do people say this? Are people not allowed to say this? Because a lot of things have changed in 10 years. Um, it seems like, you know, for some people a long time, others a very short time. Um, and for me, it feels like a very short time. But in that long or short time, whatever you think it is of 10 years, there are movies and shows and songs that were written 10 years ago that would have no chance, no way of being created today or released and be, be okay. Like certain jokes or lines or lyrics, like they would not fly today. Um, and that's like 10 years ago. That's like really, that's relatively a very short amount of time. Um, so it's, why did I start talking about this? I don't know. Oh, yes. Um, it was the word tinny. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, people were like commenting on like the BM and Eric Nam interview on YouTube. Um, and they're like, oh, Eric's like very uncomfortable trying to avoid that word. And I was like, yeah, because I don't know if that's an acceptable word. I'm, I know I'm saying it now because apparently people say it and they're like completely cool with it. And so I guess that makes it okay. I don't know. But th- that's, that's what you'll find. I try to keep my certain things to a a minimum. And if I do mess up, it's because I literally don't know. Or like I literally have missed out on cultural nuances and changes that have happened whilst I have not been in the States. Anyways, sorry, big tangent, but just something to think about. Like I know for people, if you've never like lived in a different country or immigrated, like it's probably not at the top of your, at the forefront of your brain. Um, But it's a very real struggle that, I personally have uh, every once in a while. So anywho, uh, that's Card. It's Red Moon. Check it out. And we're going to go into our next song. Our next song is Mirage by Marshall. So... Marshall um, is back with a new song. He used to be under uh, the label that was run and operated and owned by uh, Tiger, JK, Yumire, uh, MFB2I. And um, I believe it's called Feel Good. And he is now independent and doing his own thing. And he and I met, I'd say, 2014, 13-ish because a mutual friend um, and he were on the third season of the show 
that I had been on. And we just like happened to get to know each other. And there weren't a lot of Korean Americans on his season either. But we we became friends and we kind of stayed in touch. But he uh, has been putting music out as an independent artist now. And it's called Mirage. That's his latest song. And it's great. I really wanted to encourage you guys to go listen to it. Because it's personally what I think one of his best releases to date. Um, Even when I met him years ago, he had such a unique uh, voice and technique where he does these crazy ad-libs and runs that I wish I could do, but I can't. And um, I would definitely recommend that you guys check it out. It's on my playlist. It's on my liked. It's on my save to my playlist on my Spotify. It's called Mirage. And um, check it out. He has… Marshall has such a, how do you say, a diverse range of music that he does. Like I've listened to a lot of his non-release stuff too. And he has this like certain thing that he does that it's very housey. It's very, um, I don't know, you can dance to it. You can move to it. But he also has his soul in his voice. So you can't, it's not this like light, just like leave it alone and just you know, forget about it kind of stuff. So I definitely recommend that you guys check it out. Check out his socials because the other cool thing that he does is that he hosts a lot of parties and like events and where he's performing or he's like, he's a great connector. So he's very, he knows everybody. I don't know how he does this, but he literally knows everybody in the world. And so he pulls people in from all different genres and walks of life and he helps give them a platform and like connects people. And it's an incredible gift that he has. Um, and that's probably like w- why we've managed to stay in touch because he's such like a, you know, I think outgoing, genuine person. So definitely check it out. The song's great. Follow him on socials. His name is Marshall. And he he stylizes it, spells it as M-R-S-H-L-L. So it's Marshall, like the way you would spell it, without any A's, right? Marshall with no A's. M-R-S-H-L-L. Check it out. You're going to love it. Um, yeah. Here's our next song. It's Tavi. D-A-V-I-I. Tavi's back with Teddy Bear. So Tavi has a new song uh, with Kwonjina. She is a singer-songwriter under Antenna. Tavi is uh, now recently an independent artist as well. Um, But he has a great voice. And I think he has the potential to be one of the cool R&B hip singer-songwriters. He's a great vocalist. But I think more than that, he's been known a lot for his production and his producing work that he's done. Um, If you guys are familiar with Hayes, I'd say the majority, I believe, of her hit songs were written with him. He was a producer on it. He wrote a lot of it with Hayes. So um, if you listen to Teddy Bear, um, I saw him a few weeks ago before I left for tour. And he shared with me that this song was actually written a few years back. So it has like these reminiscent vibes of early Hayes music because I think he had been holding on to it for a while um, to release and it's finally out. So it has this like vibe of that good R&B cool vibe. And it's a great balance between his voice and Kwonjina's voice. And I believe Hayes also helped on this track um, by doing the lyric 
writing for it. So I would highly recommend it. Um, if you guys like R&B, you guys will really, really um, appreciate this song. Yeah, it's yeah written by Tavi Hayes, produced by Tavi, performed by Tavi and Kwanjina. Man, the people in the next door are fighting. Do you hear that? Do you like drama? Do you like fighting? Then you will love K-pop Tebak Show. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, today's songs. Red Moon by Card. Mirage by Marshall. Teddy Bear by Tavi. Red Moon by Card. <laughs> Mirage by Marshall. And Teddy Bear by Tavi. Um, please check it out. It's great songs. They're on my playlist. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy them as well. Um, if you guys want, go on the Discord and send me some other songs to recommend to you, our listeners. Um, all 97 of them. We are peaking. We are at 97 listeners. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, there's a Discord where you guys can send a song recs. You guys can you know talk amongst yourself about the episodes and um, talk crap about me. Whatever you guys want to do. Um, but anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of K-Pop Tabak Show. I hope you guys have a great day, week, month, 2020. It is February, guys. It's crazy. I can't believe we're already here. Um, I am, again, on tour. Hopefully, I'll see you guys soon. Go to ericnam.com for all the details, merchandise, tour information, all that stuff. Um, oh, one other thing that a lot of people, you know, I'm sure you may know, but you may not, is I released a cover of… BTS Jungkook's Euphoria. It's on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Eric Nam. And um, it was arranged and produced by Doc Skim, who is my bandmaster, but also a producer um, and band member for BTS for a while. So check it out. We put our own spin on it and hope you guys like it. And uh, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. As soon as you're done, if you're not driving, please go ahead and do that. And um, I'll see you guys next week. I will have some more updates from you from the tour life and tour road. And I'll see you guys very soon. Bye-bye. Love you. Goodbye forever. No, not forever. It's very soon. <laughs> Bye. Outro. Thank you for listening to K-Pop Debug with Eric Nam. No.